How you doing? Jesus Christ, Heavenly Jerusalem. Nice to meet you. Older brother. I'm just his mouthpiece. Super good. <coughs> this is my wife, Penny. Super. She's here just to be drunk and high in the Holy Ghost. The zero Holy drugs, Ghost. zero alcohol. We're straight edge, 100%. Inner city missionaries, just drunk on Godka and high on Jehovah Wana. Real high. And you know what? What's fun about real Christianity? Pentecostal drunken glory, Acts chapter 2, new wine of the divine kind, making a face shine. It's, you can get higher every day. So, you know, I come out of a lot of drugs in my past, went through Teen Challenge and got clean. Got into the glory of God, got baptized into the glory. Been going from glory to glory for 18 years, you know. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's my testimony. And the glory, there's nothing better than it, you know. <laughs> you know how Isaiah found the best drug, the perfect drug? Higher every day. Because he said, I see the Lord high. <laughs> and then one of those high angels came with the fiery coal and touched his lips and he's like, ah! Permawacked <laughs> on the fire of God. He got so high from the seraphim's calls of the Father's heart that he never came down. He just said God's word to everyone in Israel. They hated him for it. They ended up sawing him in half with a wooden saw right through his stomach for maximum pain because they, to this day, always murder the prophets. The religious. I've experienced it continuously for 18 years. They always murder the prophets. It's the prophetic word. I don't take it personally. I know it's just the religious demons and the carnal nature of man and the carnal minds that are always biting at the crucified Christ because he's the great white eagle. He's the word of God. And these people are filled with, filled with dead letters that kill. They're filled with words of Satan and his angels, the seed of Cain that murders his brother. That's why they always bite at you with reptile beak and they bite and they hate and they weep and they gnash their teeth and they get angry they get abusive they get controlling there is so much religious murder in this world in 2017 that we must behold the Lamb of God and watch him take away the sin of the world what kind of sin was John the Baptist talking about? Certainly he wasn't talking about rebellion. He was talking about religious sin of these brood of vipers, he called them, that come out to the river and spy on his freedom. Always wanting to murder everyone's freedom because if they can't control you, if they can't buy you, all they can do is kill you. It's the seed of Cain. It's religion. And it's all over every single religion in the world, most deceptively, Christian religion. I mean, you test it. Show anyone my videos and see the reaction. Every creeping, crawling thing of their bloodlines will come to the surface of their faces and reveal itself because that's the law of liberty in Christ Jesus, that if a Son of God is manifest in the seven spirits of God by 
great grace, everything hidden in darkness has to come to the light, everything whispered in secret has to be shouted from the rooftop. It's the red letters of the laws of Jesus Christ and they are eternal laws. They will never be removed no matter how much religion you practice or how much denominational doctrines are inscribed in stone by men and women. It makes no difference to God whatsoever what you believe. The only thing that matters to God is what Jesus Christ believes, not you. Your opinions, your doctrines mean less than zero to God. In fact, that's what makes many of you anti-Christ. Opinions and doctrines. Anti-Jesus. No power. They have no power to move anything. Not mad at you. Not mad at Penny. She gets weird on me every day because of coming out of so much religion. I'm just in love with everyone so much that I'll literally tell you the truth because that's the only thing that could ever set you free yeah. from the reptile of religious hell. Yeah. The reptile Lucifer, the dragon, and that reptile seed of the serpent in the garden. It is 100% reptile. That's why it's called Egyptian reptile in the book of Revelation or in Romans chapter 1. They gave themselves to the reptiles and to the birds and to the four-footed critters. The Apostle Paul is talking about all the demons, mostly religious demons. That's the vast majority of all demons that are in the entire world. You know, it's not the drug addict demons. It's not rebellious demons or nothing. I mean, there's very few of them compared to religious demons. The matrix itself of the potent sorcery of the great red dragon, the substance of darkness that keeps them all ensnared in their brains worldwide, that substance is religion. It's not rebellion. It's religion. Once you overcome religion, you'll never be tempted by rebellion again. You'll have no lust in you because all lust is is a byproduct of not being able to be pleasured on God the Father. All rebellious sin in the entire world is a byproduct of not being fulfilled in your Heavenly Father, which is called the Garden of Eden, or Heavenly Pleasure, Heavenly Delight. It's a real place. I live there every day. That's how I can do this thing. Not based on my flesh or my brain, 100% based on His flesh and His brain. His brain's transfigured. It's called the bright morning star of the mind of Christ. Get it. <laughs> Well, how do I get it? I try every day. Everyone says, I want that, I want that, I want that. It's good that you want it, you know? Ask and you shall receive, but it's not coming in a logical, explainable way. It's not coming through your brain. It's not going to be natural. God is a spirit, so it's going to be spiritual. It'll be planted like seed of the Word of God in your heart and it will grow up to be the tree of life through the renewing of your mind from the inside out, never the outside in. Never the outside in. Always the inside out. And the heart is primary. The heart is the holy place. The heart is the soil of your garden. Whose seed are you developing in your heart garden? What do you believe in? Whose words are you, are you entertaining? Whose words do you believe? Do you believe the prophetic word of God? 
Good, you're a tree of life. Do you believe the religious word of the reptile demons? Bad, you're a Pharisee. Repent. It's all about words. Words are seeds that grow in every single heart of 7.2 billion heart soils worldwide. And it's true, and I'd like to go deeper, but we can't. We'll go deeper progressively in the priesthood of Melchizedek for a thousand years. I guarantee it. But most people don't even have freedom. Most people are still in their brains. And I want to teach stuff on the Morning Star. I really do, every day. But it's, you can't even grasp the things of the Morning Star until you're out of your brain 100% of the time. The brain is called the carnal mind in the book of Romans. Emnity towards the spiritual mind, which is the morning star. It will never, ever please God, and it will never, ever be at peace with God. The flesh, the brain, where was he crucified? Golgotha, what does that mean in English? Skull hill, the place of the skull. Are you still in your skull? Being in your skull means you treat his sacrifice as worthless that you are still relying on your own brain to do Christianity. That is the pinnacle of blasphemy. That is the pinnacle of religious sin. That is the pinnacle of self-righteousness. That is the Antichrist. That is Lucifer. That's not small sin. It's taking everything that Jesus did and understanding it and acknowledging it and still being in your human brain that's what the Antichrist is. That's what the trampling of his blood underfoot is. This is mentioned in the New Testament. And I see Christians doing it everywhere. Most out of ignorance, so it's totally forgivable. Many don't even want to be forgiven. They love their own self-righteousness. Of these, Jesus Christ said, how will you most certainly escape going to hell? Matthew chapter 26, when he's rebuking the Pharisees. Woe to you, teachers of the law, scribes and Pharisees. How are you going to escape hell? And he loved them, but they rejected him. If you reject his sacrifice and make your brain the God of Christianity, which is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden, you will most certainly go to hell. It's not even a question. Now, is there grace to for, forgive that sin? Is there grace to repent? Because I know I'm speaking to people right now that are worried. I can feel it. I'm condemned. I'm condemned. You're not condemned. The demon lying to you is condemned. The foul birds of Sodom that keep you ensnared in human flesh are condemned. You are a born-again new creation in Christ. The Christians don't even know who they are. They are so much in their brains that their identity is their flesh. Their identity is their brain. That is total deception. That's the Galatians 3.1 bewitchment. Are the Christians bewitched? Find me a Christian not bewitched, and I'll be astonished. We've been through this thing by the millions in every nation, and I'm working with every nation, talking to every nation in the whole world. Finding Christians that are not bewitched are very very rare. Galatians 3.1 is a worldwide phenomena. Absolutely worldwide. Because they get born again, and then it's like, what do you do after you're born again? 
You go to church. You learn religion. What church can you go to and not learn religion? I mean, I've gone through all the best churches. I've gone through all the Pentecostalism, the Charismania, the Glory Stream, the Prophetic Stream, the, the Apostles and Prophets. I know dozens of them. All of the top ones in the world. I know them. Really. In the Glory Stream, the ones on God TV, I know them. They know me. I could care less about popularity, but I do. I know them. But they're still very much in a church mentality. They're still, how many churches did you plant this year? How many shelters? How many buildings? And it's about the buildings, and it's not about being the building. It's not about understanding the temple of the Holy Ghost. So do the apostles and prophets settle for complacent satisfaction in 2017? Do the leaders of Christianity worldwide not understand the fullness of what Jesus Christ actually purchased for us? Do the leaders, um, the good ones, the ones I call my brothers and sisters, the ones I listen to on CDs and get drunk on, do they not understand the full picture of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, who does? There's only one person that does. It's Jesus Christ, the great white eagle. Until you have the vision of the seven eyes of Revelation 5-6, it's like, we're blind. That's why you have to live by faith. You cannot ever grow spiritually until you're led by the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit's invisible, so you can only follow Him by faith. My sheep hear my voice, and they hear my voice and obey me. Jesus Christ, red letters. Why is that so important? Because you can't even begin to see from a throne room perspective until you're led by the Spirit a long ways up Mount Zion into the throne room, and then you have the vision of the great white eagle. God requires faith. There is no way to be transformed by the renewing of your mind unless you trust, obey, and walk by faith to the Holy Spirit, the Lord. <laughs> no other spirit except Him, because you'll have familiar spirits come around by the dozens. I mean, I've Penny and I have been in this thing so long. We've had people in our house telling us that the Holy Spirit told them to do this. The Holy Spirit told them to do this. And we have seen every goofy thing unimaginable. People just gone in familiar spirits because they cannot hear the correct spirit. This is not a small phenomena. This is the mass majority. Don't know the difference between a familiar spirit pretending to be the Holy Spirit and the true Holy Spirit. So it's everywhere because you're in Babylon the Great and you're coming out of the Great Tribulation and Satan is very desperate to destroy your souls. True story. He's not playing around. He's playing for keeps. And if he just let you go and didn't bother you with familiar spirits, didn't bother you with temptations, you would destroy the works of the devil. Your families would just get lit up on fire with the seven spirits of God. You'd become the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You'd become a holy terror to everything wrong in the world and you still will anyway but I'm telling you most of you still have much to overcome of the enemy his lies flies yesterday I'm at dinner we had uh, friends invite us to this nice fancy dinner in uptown and there was a professional chef from Turks and Caicos that He's a chef at some resort there, and he did us a three-course fine Italian meals, saffron and all this stuff. It's so delicious. I was so thankful. But at the end of the meal, I'm drinking my lemon water. A fly hits me in the face and falls into my water. 
and then it slowly goes down into the glass, into the water, and drowns in front of everyone. And they're all kind of silent for like two minutes. You remember this, Penny? Yeah. Yeah, like two minutes, just like, what the hell? You know, no one's ever seen that before. A fly hits up, bounces off my face, lands in my cup, and slowly does a downward spiral around the whole outside ring into the bottom. I mean, it was like a circus show with this fly. And then it goes into the water and drowns. I had <laughs> what in, the, if, in the same Can room. I explain? God the Father is saying, these flies that are flying around your heads are being drowned. This is Belial, Lord of the Flies, Satan and his angels. Okay? Yeah. And I know, I deal with it. Penny's got flies, and I deal with people everywhere. They're flies. These are just the lies that you believe in your souls, and everyone believes so many of them, and they need to be dealt with. He's a good shepherd. And these lies are killing you, stealing from you, and destroying your families, destroying your destinies, causing compromise, causing you to have small vision instead of big dreams. God wants his, this generation to take over the world with his kingdom and his glory and his power and his dominion and his might. He wants you to take over the nations. This generation is predestined and foreordained to inherit all the nations, all of them, and the entire world. And there's all these flies that I look at every day that keep people so deceived, so distracted, so bound up that they're all going to be drowned. And they're going to get drowned and they will absolutely, again, be drowned. Because the only solution for people that believe so many lies, so many flies, you see it on Facebook, every day they manifest on me. Every day without exception. Every day! And I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the flies. And I'm like, Father, every day for 10 years, what do we do? They're so deceived. They're so religious. They're so rebellious. No one obeys God. And when they obey God, they get prideful about it. And it's like then they go astray. And there's just all kinds of messed up stuff everywhere in every nation. I mean, it's just a huge mess. I mean, look at this world. It's total chaos. It's total confusion. It's on meltdown. The governments are going crazy all over the world. It's total chaos out there. The only place there is any peace is heavenly Jerusalem. And from there we will drown everyone with the living waters, with the blood of the Lamb, and with the Word of God. That is a destiny promise. That is a 2-2-2 covenant promise fulfilled. you got to understand, this is not a small thing. This is the salvation of the entire world. And it might seem, oh, too good to be true, too big, through a little internet program. You know, like you don't know what you're talking about. Listen, this is the word of God. God will drown all flesh in hidden manna. God will drown all flesh in the blood of the Lamb. God will drown all flesh, all brains, every cell in the living waters. The only question is, will you receive it or will you reject it and be pressed down with Satan and his angels into the lake of fire and be kicked off the face of the earth. Because that's, there's only two reactions to this sovereignty, this heavenly Jerusalem reality, worldwide, every nation, tribe, and tongue. Only two. You can receive and be blessed and live in the promised land. And millions will. Or you can reject it and harden your heart in the day of salvation. And you'll be pressed down by it. 
and to be pressed down and they'll have heart attacks, brain aneurysms, brain tumors, sickness and disease. These are all the works of the devil. And it truly, they love the flesh, they love the demons, they love the devils, so they'll go the way of their fathers, the fallen angels. Millions will. I don't want that for anyone. But I've been doing this thing for so long that so many people are so stubborn, so hard-hearted, that they actually harden their hearts unto death. And that's why you have so many people just getting removed all over the place, you know? Bad people. None of them are good people. These are evil, evil people with evil hearts that are just dropping like flies, literally drowning like flies all over the place. God doesn't want that to happen. That's their reaction to the glory of God. That's how their heart is responding to the blood of Jesus. That's how their heart is responding to His sacrifice. It's true. God is a just God. He's a righteous judge. His judgments are good, His judgments are right, and His judgments are necessary. And I love them all. And His judgments will clean this whole world. And it's payday for the righteous. It's payday for the holy people of God that have set themselves apart in their hearts and in their minds to be holy. And they're not worldly. They're holy. I'm telling you, Daniel chapter 7 is being fulfilled in this generation. For a far off and remote generation that will be holy, that will be set apart, that will not be worldly, that will not be carnal, that will not be meatballs, that will be morning stars, that will utilize His sacrifice. That's what gives Him glory. When you feast on His flesh, and you feast on His blood, and you feast on His sacrifice, and you don't do any efforts yourself, you know, you get no praise. You get no credit. He gets all praise. He gets all credit. And that's what He deserves. And that will cause you to be glorified. Because you're celebrating His death. And you're simply a partaker of His crucifixion. A partaker of His sacrifice. you got to get that. Because this is the feast of His sacrifice, the marriage supper of the Lamb. No one can enter the marriage supper of the Lamb unless they feast on His sacrifice. All these self-righteous punks and religious punks are not entering the sacrifice because they are, they are trampling His sacrifice underfoot. And they themselves want the credit for something they've done. Because I'm a good boy, I'm a good girl, all of them will be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Many of them destroyed. These are the self-righteous. These are the murderers of Jesus Christ. Are there murderers in Christian churches? They're filled with murderers. It's the seed of Cain. It's the seed of the Pharisees that murdered Jesus Christ. It's everywhere. It's tolerated in every church, even the good churches, everywhere. And I deal with the good churches. I deal with Bethel. I deal with Morningstar. I deal with all the best churches in the world. We have viewers from all of them worldwide. And it's everywhere. It's tolerated. Jezebel is tolerated in every single church in the world. And God the Father understands the situation better than me. And He perfectly knows what to do. And the solution is to drown them. Drown these flies. Drown these flies. What are you going to drown them in? The blood of Jesus is the love of God. Stronger than religious death. Religious death is the main and chief enemy of all your souls. It's not looking at too much television. It's not like having too much fun at the beach or maybe I had 
two wine coolers. You know, Jesus is real pissed off at me now. I had two wine coolers. I spent a little too much money on a shopping spree. None of that. The main thing that is the enemy of your soul is religion, is death. That is the very nature of Lucifer. That is who the great red dragon is. That is the enemy of your souls. It's not rebellion. That stuff is automatically dealt with once you deal with religion. And dealing with this religion will cause global awakening. That is the very matrix of the potent sorcery of Satan. And it will be washed away. Because Christian sorcery is the main stronghold in America, causing most people to still be sleeping at this very moment and not listening to the prophets and not caring what God the Father has to say, just out there complacent, you know, just, I'd rather go to the bars and I'd rather just sleep around. I'd rather have fun with my friends and I'd rather do all this meaningless, worthless human activity. It's sorcery. It's religious sorcery. And I deal with the religious sorcerers. I know many of them. They're called Freemasons. They're pastors everywhere. Most of these pastors that you go to in churches are Freemasons. True story. <laughs> Most of them serve the golden calf with knowledge. Most of them understand the spirit world. And they've used Christi Christianity and Christians as puppets to make money and to control you. That's why they bite at you if you try to escape them and their control systems. They'll, they'll hound you down and try to bring you back. You don't see that here at Red Letter Ministries. This is an open Eden paradise. Let the children play is the Father's motto. Because you're all going to learn the easy way or the hard way. Total sovereignty. Ruling and reigning from heavenly Jerusalem through all flesh by the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty through every brain in the world. Jesus Christ. King of kings and Lord of lords. Great white eagle is perched in the high place atop Mount Universe and he has spread his wings. And he's going to flap them. He will flap them. I saw a vision of it today. The great white eagle atop Mount Universe. For atop this mountain of the universe is the city heavenly Jerusalem. That's why Jesus Christ called it a city on a hill. Heavenly Jerusalem above this world that is like a pyramid. Spiritually. Of course not physically. Spiritually, because it's all about spiritual. Angels are spirits. Fallen angels are spirits. We need to become more spiritual to deal with it. Otherwise, we'll just not have any clue what's going on and be tossed to and fro by everything that's in the air and have no idea of right from wrong, up from down, Jesus from Satan, like so many fools, because they don't have any transformation, no transfiguration. Their souls, they don't even know what their souls are. They use the word like a generic theological term. Your soul is a castle. Inside every human soul, you can fit millions of demons. Gathering demoniac, those, a demon's like eight feet tall. He had a legion in him. How much is a legion? What, 2,000 demons inside one human soul? The demons are eight feet tall? How does that work? Inside a, a six-foot man with a brain that's the size of a, you know, grapefruit. How do 2,000 foot tall demons fit inside a brain the size of a grapefruit? Because in the spirit, that's a castle. Every single soul on earth, 7.2 billion souls, are castles. Now, do you want to be a castle of Transylvania and Dracula? 
Or do you want to be a castle of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ with the seven spirits of God illuminating your souls with Shekinah glory brighter than the noonday sun? I want to be a castle for the Father's dwelling because in my Father's house are many castles. If it weren't so, I'd tell you, but there are. And these castles are the living stones, not made with human hands. They are the souls of men and women made perfect. That's what heaven is. Heavenly Jerusalem, you read about in the book of Revelation, the walls and the gates are pearls, and the names of the apostles and the twelve tribes. These are the souls of the men who sacrificed their lives living for Jesus Christ. Heaven is made out of living souls. Hell is a mound of skulls who forfeited the anointing for momentary pleasure in the flesh. That's the difference between heaven and hell. And we are the people of the kingdom of heaven, so we sacrifice everything because we want to be great in the city of God, made of living stones, made of living souls, made of castles. <laughs> Amen. Truth in you. Not mad at you. Just telling you the truth. Be filled with the seven spirits of God. The anointing of Jesus Christ is a gift to every single person who can receive it by faith. It's true. Jesus Christ did not hold anything back from His people. He's given us everything. And we have the seven spirits of God. We have the rulership and the dominion of this entire universe now. Now we are the sons of God. Now we are the kingdom company of holy place believers that inherit the nations. Right now. That's what's happening now. That's why the nations, nations are in turmoil. That's why it's so much chaos, confusion. Chief of police resigning. You know, secretaries resigning. Just every nation just in total turmoil. You think that is right alongside the manifestation of God's sons, the true government of God, of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end. That's what's going on around here, folks. Let me explain it to you. So simple. Of the increase of Jesus Christ and His body's government, there shall be no end. Are we the body of Jesus Christ? The Bible says so. You better believe it. And the full weight of government is on His body. We are the lords of the world. We are the kings and queens of heavenly Jerusalem, born of the Spirit of God, of the divine class of beings that created this world with a whisper. <laughs> Were you born of His seed? Have you been born of His Spirit? First John says, if you have, then you're not a human being anymore. You're a spirit being, exactly like God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time to realize who you are and act like it, and live in it, and fly in it, and rule and reign in the midst of your enemies, Psalms 23, in Jesus' name. If you need some foundation stuff, we have our schools that are free and music on there to listen to, meditative stuff, real spiritual, all free to get you strong. Redlettermen.com, check it out. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.